From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com and grab your copy today. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherryanna Boyle. I'm the host of the show. I'm happy that you are here. If you're new to the show, this is a show about spirituality. We also talk a lot about mental health and how learning about spirituality and practicing spirituality and different techniques and energy healing tools and all sorts of stuff can actually support your mental wellness. I want to remind you that every show is sponsored by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. So when you get a chance, head on over there. You can go to sherryannaboyle.com, just click Marketplace. And there you're going to find a variety of our authors that have been on the show that support the show, as well as some products. Uh, More recent product is some spiritual art really cool. I actually purchased a piece myself, have it hanging in my office. It's a piece on the rays of light, which you know I love if you've you've read my book, Energy and Action. So head on over to Just Us Spirit Marketplace when you get a chance. So today, today, everyone, we're going to be talking about spirit. We're going to be talking about really listening and following spirit. And I've got a guest here who listened to the spirit, the guidance from spirit, And really made some significant life-altering changes in her life. Emily A. Francis, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you, Sherrianna. I love being on. (laughs) You're so welcome. Emily A. Francis, everyone, is a highly sought-off author, a radio host. She's on HealthyLife.net if you want to listen to her show, which is all about healing. She's a columnist and a wellness expert with a vast education and experience, and she's committed. She's committed to writing about the body, mind, and spirit wellness. She also has books that really help you connect to spirit. We're going to talk about one of them today. And she believes in a whole body proactive approach to wellness where balance is the key and kindness paves the way. So Emily and I, Emily, we've known each other for a long time, everyone, right? I don't know how long it's been. Do you remember? At least four, maybe five years, because I've been in Malta now for three years. So we met before that in New York. That's right. We met years ago, right before COVID, everyone, in New York. That was the first time we met, right? Yeah. Yeah, That was the first time. Because we met twice in New York, so two different years. So at least four years. Okay. (laughs) I don't remember. Yeah, so it was twice in New York. You sure about that, Emily? Yeah, I'm sure about that. I went twice. (laughs) Once to Amy's apartment and once to that pizzeria. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the pizzeria. Yeah, so we met pre-pandemic, and I'll never forget that I took the train to New York City for that. And boy, did I get nauseous on that train, let me tell you. It was a nice ride, but I, I was like... Oh man, I, I I couldn't, that train couldn't move fast enough for me. But anyhow, why don't you tell a little, the audience a little bit about when you say you moved to Malta, because this is a show again about spirituality, as you just heard. And what I love about you is you are just such a, a model for listening and following guidance. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? I'd be happy to. Uh, I follow spirit and how it talks to me through my own body. It's something that I teach my children already. They're young. 
that the most important thing to trust is the way that your body feels and talks to you in a space with anyone else and also with your own, your own higher power. And I believe that it's downloaded through your body. So learning how to really get to know you. I, I, I'm a massage therapist. I'm a clinical and neuromuscular massage therapist and a lymphedema therapist. My degree is in exercise science and wellness. My master's is in human performance. The body is everything to me. So the way that I communicate is through messages that I feel in my own body, whether that means meeting new people, whether that means meditation, whether that means prayer. It's, I believe that the messages are given and received through every cell in my body and in the muscles themselves. So that being said, 2020 hit, I was already begging to move out of the country. There are two reasons. I wanted, I wanted my children to go to school where they weren't learning active shooter drills, period. Whether people agree with that or disagree, I don't care. I wanted my kids in a safe place. The other thing was, um, the foods. I wanted a GMO free country. I wanted to be out of always have to buying everything organic, paying three times the price and having to read every label. And it's just, I wanted my kids to have a healthy, functional life. And I didn't feel like we were getting it living in the South. And I was asking my husband constantly looking up Costa Rica, other countries, who's GMO free. And then I finally, when 2020 hit and COVID came to town, we were terrified. We never left the house. Like we were, we didn't know what it was. And it was very overwhelming. And then he no longer had to go into the office. And we had already pulled our kids and started homeschooling because of my issues with schools. And so when he didn't have to go into the office anymore, all bets were off in my mind. And it was like, let's put our house on the market and let's go. And I don't even care where. I want one of the 63 EU countries that are GMO free or Hawaii, because even though it's part of the U.S., they're still majority GMO free, still fighting it. Costa Rica, GMO free, but it's close, you know. Uh, and this, so, came from, this came from you, Emily. So you were the one. Okay. I, for some reason, I thought it was because your husband got a new job. Well, he didn't get a new job, but his boss... His boss's wife also wanted to leave the political climate and all kinds of things. And his boss is, is British or Welsh and she is Italian and they've been in the States for 20 plus years. And she wanted to go also, but for totally different reasons. She just wanted to be in the sunshine in some place that made her happy. And we started to talk about, okay, we're at least going to move from the South side of Georgia to the North side, back near my family at the very least and homeschool, find a good homeschool program because I'm not putting my kids in the public schools anymore. And then his boss said, Ooh, you know what? Don't put your house on the market yet. You don't want to have to sell twice. Hang tight. I got some stuff I'm working on. And so they were on a cruise, him and his wife, and they got sidewinded over to Malta because of COVID. Now they had already brokered a deal moving to, to Malta the year before. And then we broke the deal because there's a lot of political stuff that happened here in Malta that resulted in the release of their prime minister. So there was a lot happening back that year before. So we almost moved and then did not. And then we thought Malta was fully off the map. But then when they took that cruise and, and came over to Malta, his wife got off the boat, looked around and she goes, yeah, I could live here. <laughs> and <laughs> And her husband called the new prime minister, brokered a new deal, and off we go. So my husband looked at me and he goes, okay, you want to move to Malta? And the first thing I did was Google, is Malta a GMO-free country? <laughs> because don't make me move and leave my family and leave the world if I'm going to go to a country that's going to have the same garbage. Just don't, because I can't. And it was the first country of the EU to ban GMO. So it was like, okay, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and so then we started to study it and I, I was terrified and thrilled. And all I kept thinking in my mind was I'm committed to raising my family in a safe place. I'm committed to raising my family in a healthy place. You can figure out your own happiness as it goes. But getting here, we moved all four of our animals, our children and us, we had never visited and you couldn't visit because it was COVID. And in fact, Malta wasn't allowing United States residents into the country because of the way that the pandemic so you was moved, let, Let's get this clear for the listeners. You moved without actually going there first. Yeah. You we, sold your, did you sell your home? sold our home, yes. And 
and you didn't, you hadn't been there yet. Nope. <laughs> this is what I mean, folks, when I say she really listens to spirit. We're going to talk because I'm not a traveler. And we are going to talk about that listening to spirit thing at, at some point. I just want the audience to know, but I want yes. them to get full scope. And then we will circle back everyone to revisiting that question. Well, how do you, how do you know when it feels right? Because a lot of people, Emily, would ruminate on that decision, would need to know what's up ahead. They would need to know exact details, but you kind of just rolled with it, right? And I know you already knew yeah. what was important to you, which I do the think- The important parts were done. So that yeah. to me, what I did was took everything in increments, okay? Incremental. So what I had to think about was we have to sell our house. Then I had to think about how do we get our animals to another country in the middle of a pandemic? What I had to think about was our, our my passport was not expired yet, but we went ahead and tried to renew them so that we wouldn't have to get into trouble. They, lock, they locked our passports in lockboxes because COVID and they shut down. And not only did they shut down, but my children and me went to the same place and sent them off from the same location at the same time. My passport wound up in, in like Minnesota and my kids' passports wound up in New Orleans. And so I had to actually get the mayor of our town in Georgia to go after them and get my passports. I wow. was ready to get in the car and drive to either of these places. But guess what? The offices were closed. So nobody could find. So I didn't really have a lot of time to freak out about what's Malta going to be like, because first it was like, just get me there. Let me just figure out how to get there. And honestly, I drove everybody nuts because I believe that you will get what you want if you keep calling and find somebody nice enough to work with you. So I kept getting this passports. Um, very few people were helping me. And then I would call after hours and I would keep calling. And my husband's like, they've said no. They've said no for months. They've said no. And I'm like, yeah, but there's going to be somebody who's nice enough and they're going to help. And that's how I found out where my passport even was, was some nice person after. And then it came time for the animals and the, because of COVID, the animal thing got messed up and my pets weren't going to leave with us like they were supposed to. And so my dog stayed with my mom for two weeks. My cat, I knew she would die if, if she didn't come with us. And we hadn't made plans for her to fly with us because she was going to fly with the, the other animals. And so I knew she has to fly with me or she's not going to survive this. And they already had the amount of animals allowed on that flight. And so I keep calling the air, airlines and my husband's what kind of like, flight, what, kind of, what kind of flight was that? What, what kind of, how many hours we talk in, in the air? Uh, we went from Atlanta to the Netherlands and then did a six hour layover and then the Netherlands to Malta. There's no direct flights from the USA to Malta. Mm, so it was a uh, like nine, nine hours to the Netherlands, maybe 11 and then another two, three I'm, hours to Malta. So it was a full, almost 24 hours. And I find it, what I love what you're saying, I'll just kind of interject here as you're telling the stories, the stories unfolding, is that you just said, I want to move somewhere where, right, where the, the GMOs, you, you knew exactly. So you were very yep. clear, universe. Very clear. But you didn't say where. You know? yep. So what I love is that there was like a nice balance of being in a state of non-attachment, but having some very you're very clear at the same time very. and, and you could feel it. We can all feel it when you talk about it. She's not just saying it. She's embodying this. Plus yeah. you talked about how the body is so important to you. I mean, this is mm -hmm. a critical thing, mm -hmm. listening to the body. And I do believe you that when we pull, when we have this stuff in our bodies, it does interrupt our energy, which is going to interrupt our ability to connect. Right. Exactly. With spirit. We're not right? going to hear the spiritual dialogue if we're blocked and we're not using our body. We cannot just be mindful. It and we're going to talk be in your thoughts. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that too, folks, because um, Emily's got a lot of experience with her new book on that. But why don't you wrap up the story? Is that the okay. whole? So, uh, no, I kept calling the airlines and getting no help for the cat. And then this one really nice man said, I'm going to put you on hold and I'm and it's going to be a long time because I need the recording to run out. And then I'm going to give you some advice. And I said, okay. And I sat on hold for 30 minutes. And then he came back on and he goes, how well do you know your doctor? I said, oh my God, 
turn my animal into a therapy pet. And he was like, and then she can fly for free. And I was like, oh my God. So I called the pediatrician for my child who I knew would lose her mind if the cat was not with us. And so she became the therapy cat for my daughter. And so we flew with her to Malta. Um, and it, and it, it was amazing. It was, the whole thing was amazing. It was hard. I mean, talk about little, little gifts from spirit along the way, these people that were willing to help you. You have to look for the helpers, but you're probably not going to get them on your first phone call. And then, and then I moved here and, uh, over the course of some time, I became a local columnist for the tourism magazine where we go with a camera crew and do live on air video interviews and magazine articles where I have a column called Emily and Malta, little play on Emily in Paris. (laughs) And I interview local farmers, fishermen, and chefs about the way that these GMO free foods are grown in their family farms and harvested and when they come in season. So we have followed for more than two years, every food that's in season as they come. And that's, uh, I've made an entire new career for myself over here and it's been glorious. And it's your passion. It's my passion. And it's, it's, I mean, it's really amazing. Like we were just in the mountains, not mountains, because there's no mountains in Malta, but we were up on the high hills uh, <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, cutting capers from the bushes because capers are finally in season and they're only in season for like three weeks. So I have waited for more than a year to get to caper season. <laughs> so we're cutting the capers with my favorite farmer. And, uh, and, and so we, and then we bottled the capers and the whole thing is so cool. Like, let me just tell you. People, where can people follow you so they can see some of these foods and what you're what you're discussing with farmers? Is there any place that you want to mention? Yeah, I have a website. I have a website, mymaltalife.com, mymaltalife.com. And on the front page, it'll say interviews, and you can click on those foods. And then you can see the farmers. I've dug up potatoes. I've capers. I've been to the tomatoes. I've been on the fishing boat and in the fishing village and caught their, I didn't catch it, but I got to hold it when it was caught, their prize fish called lampuki, which only comes around for like six weeks. And then by the time it migrates to the East Coast and the United States of America, it becomes mahi-mahi. But over here, they're babies and uh, they're, the, the whole town goes nuts. But we have done bread at the prison bakery. We've done the salt pans. We've done the local honey. We have done this cheese called Spanit, which is a local goat and sheep cheese that's a very specialty of Malta, to the point where that video was so popular that a German producer came over and put us on German Food Network (laughs) because of the Spanit. So it's been really cool. And let's talk about your book. Let's not not forget to mention. So you... Uh, wrote that in while you were there and published it and it is available in the U.S. market everyone it's available and you can purchase Emily's book on Amazon or go to your website or something like that the book is called A Taste of Joy right The Taste of Joy and the subtitle The Taste of Joy and it's Mediterranean Wisdom for a Life Worth Savoring. I love that subtitle because I feel like it really captures because I took classes at the Mediterranean Culinary Academy when I got here and I've learned, well, like olives, I've pressed olives into oil. I got to go to the olive press and work with the, with the farmer. Jamie Oliver flew over here to meet this farmer to find out about the sacred white olive because this white olive turns pink when it's ripe. And I went to the same guy and we pressed different olives into oil. And I, and he sent me home with a little bushel of the white olives, which I don't think grew next to my other olive tree. I wish it did, but it, but it didn't. But I I now know much more about olives. I'm growing my own olive trees. I have four in my yard that I have planted since living here. And this is the first year they are yielding a harvest. So the flowers are finally on. It's and what's amazing. The, and in terms of your ear having all the and so in your book you talk a lot about just give a little some insight about your book. Well, we well, use food as a metaphor for life. So the premise is that you are what is the life you want to create that will nourish your soul. That's what this is about. And that's what I ask you in the book. What is the life you want to create that is going to nourish your soul? 
in Malta, it's one of the most spiritually founded historical cultural countries in the world. There are cities here that predate Christ himself. The amount of prayer that has happened in this country feels like an umbrella over it. It's geographically, apparently, like over where Atlantis is in the water. Mm -hmm. Like it is, it is a sacred, protected, magical place. And there are places here to heal. Yesterday, even just yesterday, I was in my favorite part of town, which where the capers are. It's on the north side of the island. And there's a cave with Our Lady of the Grotto who cries tears of human blood. It's considered one of the miracle sites in the world. It seems like every time I go visit my lady, something wonderful and amazing happens. And yesterday, my husband took the day off and and I said, let's let's go to Maliha. He said, well, we got to go see your lady. And I was like, well, of course we have to go see my lady. And then we'll go have lunch and then we'll go play a little bit. And in the course of the afternoon, we went to the cave. We prayed to our lady, which many people were in there. There's all these candles around her and all these gifts. And, and there's all these letters in the back from when their blessings, when their miracles have been uh, anointed. So people will leave their baby bonnets because they got pregnant after visiting or walkers because they didn't need to use a walker anymore and could walk again casts, all sorts of things that were left. And then on the sister island of Gozo is Tapinu, which is considered Tapinu Church of Miracles. And people travel from all over the world to come to this church and have miracles in their life. And they have rooms of the miracles and the casts and the things that, that have occurred upon visiting Tapinu. Uh, it, it, it is a place of magic. So to me, I, I don't just tap in on occasion with spirit over here. We're like simpatico. Spirit mm -hmm. is, I, I'm living with the most faithful people in the world that I've been around. But they're also not, not keeping up with the Joneses evangelical faithful. They are faithful. They mm -hmm. are, they, you do you. We do me. I don't need to, nobody asks me, did you go to church? Nobody asks me these questions. They just all share a faith. So in front of every home is a relic, is, is Mary or, or Jesus or an angel or a saint. I mean, the, the festas here, there's 60 festas. Those are just celebrating the saint. 60 wow. a year. And so you have these fireworks and they actually do this cannon in the morning to wake up the angels. I mean, it's a real, it's just a different, it's such a different deal. And it makes me feel really comfortable in my spirituality without anybody trying to change it. Mm, wow. And it's, it's spectacular. And the churches here, there's 358 churches between Malta and Gozo. And the churches are like the Sistine Chapel. They are super spectacular. So anytime a church door is open, you will find me in it, but I don't go to mass. I go by myself when it's open and, you know, it's, it's, even Tapinu, the Church of Miracles, the holy water bowls are held by these giant marble angels. And it's stunning. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I know that the audience, you're getting the flavor for this. You're, you're feeling this and the, the vibration because we know everything is vibration. And we're going to take a quick break. But I'm speaking with Emily A. Francis. She's the author of the book. It's called The Taste of Joy. And the subtitle again, just because you love it so much. <laughs> Mediterranean wisdom for a life worth savoring. <laughs> awesome. So we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned for more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. 
Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Today, Emily A. Francis is joining me. She's the author of The Taste of Joy, Mediterranean Wisdom for a Life Worth Savoring. I just told her during the break, folks, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. I want to come visit. I mean, it just sounds absolutely amazing. And you were already a pretty prolific author before you arrived. I mean, the taste, the taste of joy is what book for you? Number five. The the sixth book. Okay. It's six. your six, it's your sixth book. And I'm just curious. And now, now you've been living in Malta for three years, correct? Yep. Yep. Well established there. And you can see she's extremely knowledgeable. And so when we circle back to our bodies and listening to spirit, you know, because a lot of people are going to be listening, thinking, oh my gosh, like you have to wonder sometimes, Emily, am I missing the cues, right? It is, is my body so full of tension and stress? And perhaps that's what you were feeling. And, and I agree with you that how we eat, you know, that based the choices that we make with food are very often impacted by stress or our emotional state. And so in terms of really, if someone were to say, gosh, you know, I don't really, I, I know I want to change and I know I don't, I know I want to be happy, but I don't really know how to do that. What would you say? Well, that's how I felt. I knew I wanted to change. I mean, this is so spiritual led because I didn't even think about Malta. I thought it was a fake place on my soap opera. So when this first came up, I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, Malta's real. I just knew I wanted to leave. I knew that I was really unhappy where I was. And, and it's interesting because I remember taking my husband with me to our naturopath and trying to have him muscle test and really explain to my husband that I don't care if we live on a shack, but get me out of here. Get me to a place where I'm happy to be. Get me in an environment that feeds me in my soul. And I said to him, I want to wake up and look around and go, I can't believe I get to live here. I can't believe this is my life. And he thought I was being so ridiculous. And he said, I think you're going to be unhappy anywhere you are. I think that's just who you are and you're going to find issue with things. And I think you're just not going to be happy. And I think you're going to want to go live on some shack in Hawaii and you're going to hate it. You're going to be miserable. And we moved here and he, he, he says it often. He'll look over at me and go, I got to tell you, happy looks good on you. Uh And he'll say, I really didn't know you could be this happy, but I knew it. So I knew it wasn't a thing of, because I've already done the mental work. I've done the emotional. I've done seven years of extreme therapy. I studied, I, I suffered from such intense anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia in my 20s that I changed everything in my life and basically just took a seat and let my life pass me by. And I started just doing a lot of therapy. So I've already moved someplace and been miserable. I know how that works. I know that you have to do the inside work before you can even think about living anyplace else. You have to be balanced in your state of mind, in your emotions, in your thoughts. Your thoughts are everything, but it's also understanding and feeling your body. But I knew I wasn't happy. And I knew from watching my children, honestly, 
I know without a doubt that the environment that you are in can make or break your health in every level that I'm talking about, who you are around, what you are eating, what you're exposed to, what is the area. If it's not all coming together to make you a better version of you, you're going to drown in it. People that are stuck in families that that are so dysfunctional, but they can't step away, you're going to drown. It's going to happen. So I already did that. I already moved away. I lived in Massachusetts alone. My internal dialogue was horrific. It was just me and my dog. It was the loneliest time of my life. And I came home and got the work, hard work. And that's when I started writing too and writing my way through it. So all these years later, that was in my mid-20s, I'm 48. So me talking about, I'm not happy in this environment. I am not happy where I'm living. And now I know that I don't need the big house because we moved south for a bigger house. And now I would trade it in a heartbeat for something tiny, but put me in a place that makes me happy. And Mm. I just thought that would be an exterior, like put me near water, put me someplace that I feel good. But I wasn't thinking, put me near people that will ignite my soul because I didn't really know those exist. And then all of a sudden Malta lands on our lap. And what I've created over here is so surreal. It's not normal. We've moved here with several families from the company and none of their wives are doing what I'm doing. None of them. None of Mm -hmm. them have made the friendships that I've made. None of them have, have really branched out. I have made this amazing mom group from the school of all these different uh, people from Greece and Brazil and all over the world. And that takes a different mindset to open up and go, teach me everything. This is so much fun. And then I have my farmers. That's mine. That's like my secret life. It's like I'm having an affair, but I'm not cheating on my family or husband. (laughs) I literally, we share a car. Everything's different here. We share a car. My husband doesn't even drive over here. The left side of the road and Malta driving is insane. So I took driving lessons every week for months. I drive my kids to school every morning. And then I drop my husband off at work. And then I'm off gallivanting with my farmers or playing or doing some interview. And I have a secret life that I'm playing. And then I pick them up. What do you say, Emily, to the fact that you say that you've adapted so well and you're flourishing and thriving there, and then yet you moved with other people that around the same time from the U.S. and they're taking longer? What is the difference? What What do you? Uh, what totally you different personalities. They like what they're doing. I mean, one of them, like our boss's wife, she's a ceramic, so she goes and throws pottery. So she's made those little group of friends, and that's all she wants and needs. Now, she and I took a class together at the Culinary Academy, and then we see each other on the weekends at our house because we have this pool and this huge entertainment area, so we have Sunday fun days at our house. But as for me, I, I came here already being a writer, so I reached out to the local tourism magazine and got my own column. That allows me to meet people that I would never otherwise meet, never. Now, I've had to be relentless because my editors are in their 20s. They're not... They're not um, giving me a, a Rolodex saying, call this farmer, go have the interview. They don't know anybody. They don't know anybody in the farming community. So I've had to just show up in these places and start introducing myself to random people and then asking if they would let me interview. And then ask, and then I got to where, like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm showing Sherriana. I know you guys don't see it. But I actually have now like a Rolodex under mm-hmm. my different foods and then what farmer grows them. And it got to where... Like for our Lampuki interview, that fish one, I walked up and down Marsa Schlock every day for two weeks straight, two weeks, trying to find someone that would allow us to come with a video and, and interview them. Two weeks. I mean, I have put in so much footwork on the ground, boots on the ground, going and meeting these people. And even the strawberries here in Malta are just so far beyond exp- expression. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't make them like that anywhere else in the world. I'm fully convinced. And it's like a body experience when you have a strawberry from here to the point where they actually have a party called Festa Frauli. Frauli is strawberry in Maltese. They stop everything that they're doing and the entire town goes and celebrates for one full day, morning till night, strawberries, strawberries, everything. But when I first had a strawberry here, I went to this uh, local produce store. I followed the farmer in. I ate a a strawberry and I had my experience at a little orgasmic, I have to say. And then <laughs> I called the editor and I said, hey, what do you think? We'll do strawberries. And they said, okay, yeah. So I went back to the store, same place, 
the day after, one day. And the woman, I said, hi, I met a farmer yesterday that I, I bought these strawberries from and I would really like his number. No, why you want? He's my brother. No. And I'm like, um, but I'm, I'm going to highlight him. I want to have him on for a magazine and an interview. And she's like, no, no, I don't want, I'm not going to give you his number. It's no. And I'm like, what? She goes, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to the farm town. You're going to go stand in front of the church. You go find yourself a farmer. Now go, 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 go. And like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go stand in front of the church. And then I'm going to go find myself a farmer. Are you freaking kidding me? You know? And so I call my, I, I hired a little girl that goes to the university at the time. She's now been with me for three years. She's now a graduate. And I said, hi, do you want to come with me to MJAR to the farming town? I'm supposed to go stand in front of the church and find a farmer. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm classes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, off I go by myself. I got lost, found a food truck, vegetable truck before getting to the farm town and asked them, can I please meet your farmer? And I'm like, oh yes, he's my cousin. Here's his number. Tell him I sent you. Got the interview. But then it turns out that in every town, which there's teeny tiny towns all over Malta, and the point of reference is the church on the square. So every square has a giant cathedral. So it turns out that in MJAR, where she sent me, you stand in front of the church because across the street, it says the farmer's coffee shop. Oh, and no way. Farmers go and have coffee. And oh. on the other side of the street, the farmer's bar. So I think one is for night and one is for day, but you really do stand in front of the church on the square and go find yourself a farmer. And that's how you roll in Malta. Oh, my gosh. And talk about the way the way we're connected, you know, all the dots are connecting the way you're being guided. And, and I love what you said earlier, that you did your inner work. So remember, we were asking, you know, how do you know, if you're listening to this and thinking, you know, I too want to be happy, I too feel like, and so you mentioned the inner work, and I, I want to highlight that you where you and I very much align is where we've We've both been in the mind-body field for a long time. And we know that inner work isn't always talking, right? There's releasing that happens in inner work. And you, you've written other books on this. It's The Body Heals Itself is one of them, right? Yeah. Um, and then that has a counter. What's the other one? Whole Body Healing whole body healing as well. And they go together, everyone. So if you go, the body heals itself, and just go to emilyafrancis.com and you'll see all books, her books. Emily A. Francis books. Emilyafrancisbooks.com. And you'll see all her books because when we, I just want to make sure that's clear that we're not always talking about talking about your problems. That's part of it. But the big part of it is really learning to release any trauma from your body, right? Do the inner work. And, and then you're, you're likely going to be able to trust these little signs and synchronicities because you're really describing this synchronistic moment where this woman, and a lot of people, if you don't do your inner work, they'll take that personally. Be like, oh, they were mean to me. See, I, it didn't work out. And they'll go, they'll take their stuff and go home. Yeah. Right. But inner work makes you resilient. Right. And it I've gives learned you I'm pretty relentless. You're relentless, but I do believe that when we're when we're connecting to spirit and following, because I same thing, I'm always trusting. But a big part of that is really moving that energy, making sure you're always emotionally, right? You write about emotions too, that we're releasing any trapped emotions from the body, that we're cleansing, so to speak. And and then being guided. And again, writing for both Emily and I has been um had it's been a wonderful resource. The Taste of Joy, Mediterranean Wisdom for Life Worth Savoring. What are we going to find in that book exactly? Do you have recipes? Do you have... I do. I you, okay, good. I was hoping you were going to say that. So the, the table of contents, the entire book is set up like the menu. So instead of the table of contents, it's the menu. So you have your appetizer, you have your, your uh, main course, you have your dessert, you also have your aperitif, and you have your digestive. And that's the way that the whole book, like even uh, my great uncle from Italy, their, their family recipe for limoncello is in there. Uh, <clears throat> your best vinaigrette dressing is in there. 
a lot of recipes, but the way that I did this book was introduce you to different foods that I learned from the farmers and then the wisdom from the farmers. And if you don't mind, Sherriana, I'm going to share a story from the potato farmer that I think really talks about the difference in life. I went to go get my first interview was with a potato farmer because a standard United States potato goes through five rounds of bleaching before it hits your plate. Five rounds. Five rounds. Five rounds of bleaching. And that includes the soil, the potato. And sweet potatoes. I don't know. I'm but the standard potato, non-organic, goes through five rounds of bleaching. So I moved here to Malta and I wanted to find potatoes because I heard it's like digging for Easter eggs. They kind of like appear in the dirt. I wouldn't even know what a potato field looks like. So that was my first interview ever. That's how I got the gig. And I found a potato farmer that grows the potatoes for Air Malta. And he was the sweetest man. He said, now, just remember, I am Maltese, which means if you get lost any place on the island, you call to me and I will come to pick you up and bring you here. And so I loved him from the start. But here's what I really loved. I didn't understand this at the time. So I thought we were borrowing from a neighbor, but Malta has a big wind problem. And so a lot of farmers have multiple pieces of land that they grow the same foods. So my farmer, Paul, had his huge field on his home property and it was already empty because the night before, because I gave him all of 24 hours notice, not even to do this interview. The night before, they had just celebrated the harvest and had already pulled all the potatoes from that field. And so they drank wine, of which they grow the grapes. They had bread and olive oil, of which they grew the olives. They, they, each of the family members picks their own potato out of the dirt and then they put it with the meat and they put it in this stone oven outside. And then they had these tables lined across the farm for their celebration, just their family. And then he took us to a second field so that I could go ahead and actually dig out potatoes. But I didn't realize at the time, those were also his fields. So what this teaches me is we're used to, we wait till every potato of every field is finally harvested before we're allowed to celebrate. But in Mm -hmm. Malta, you celebrate the harvest with every field. So even though it's all your different fields, you celebrate the harvest at each space to ask God to bless you for more. So this is how they give thanks in abundance and acknowledge that they were blessed by God and that they had this great harvest. And now we're going to go to the second plot, which is also his. Now we got to pull out all the potatoes, which was magic. And the potatoes don't even look real. It looks like you pulled them out, scrubbed them and cleaned them and put them back under for show. The soil in Malta is full of limestone, which makes it very alkaline and very, very healthy. So you could actually just dust off the potato and cook it and eat it. You don't even actually have to wash it. And he showed me all of the, they get the soil tested every year to make sure that there's no pesticides and no toxins. And it's amazing. But what I learned that day was that they celebrate the harvest, each and every harvest, instead of always putting off something wonderful, something Mm -hmm. to celebrate, something to give thanks. Don't put it off. And that's what he said. He said, we do this to celebrate the harvest and to give thanks to God for a bountiful year and to ask for another next year. And so, and then the other part was when they picked out potatoes and some were sort of odd shaped, they put them in a special box and they call the local nuns who come and pick them up and give them to the children. So it's all just a big circle. It's a big circle, but we have to learn to celebrate the harvest. And that's a big part of my book. And it's actually one of the chapter titles, Celebrate the Harvest, because the harvest is everything that you put forth effort into. And you have to remember, and I wouldn't have known this, these fruit trees, like we have orange trees outside and tangerine trees, olive trees, pomegranate trees, carob trees, lemon trees. We have them all in my house. And they grow every other year. So the second year, they have to bounce back. They have to begin again. So the farmers understand this and plant accordingly so that everybody has a time to shine. You're not always going to be in your high time, but you have to honor the different, the different parts of the, of the growth process. So even when you don't see something growing, it is. And the last thing that ever grows the fruit on a fruit tree is the actual fruit. So mm. there's a lot, a lot of things that have to happen before you show out. So celebrate the harvest and honor the timing. Oh, Emily, that's beautiful. I love that story. It really, you know, there's so much here that we can 
sit with and digest. And I just highly encourage everyone to just go grab her book. It's The Taste of Joy, Mediterranean Wisdom for Life Worth Savoring. And we can all just get a little dose of what you're experiencing and start to move that energy, start to connect and start to dream, right? Of what, what's possible, a life that is possible. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your book and your wisdom today. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. Anytime. You know, I, I always enjoy our time together. We need to take another quick break, everyone. We're going to say goodbye to Emily for now, but I'll be back after the break to wrap up the show. So hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherriannaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Wow, that was a powerful show and quite the ride. And I love all the stories and the wisdom from Emily A. Francis. That was just uh, a lot of passion there. Did you hear that? I mean, did you feel the passion um, and the value for for life and the curiosity, a lot of energy there. And I hope that served you in some way. And if you yourself have the travel bug a little bit, if you feel like, like, gee, I would love to go somewhere where I could really see the trees and experience nature in that way and eat different foods and learn different cultures. I wanted to let you know, I do have a retreat that's planned. It's not for a bit, but I'm going to bring it up now because of early bird registration. I'm actually leading a retreat next May, 2024 in the Azores, Portugal. So we'll be going to Portugal and I'll be doing some my part there, but you'll get lots of time to also explore and we will have an English speaking guide with us the entire time and food and all this good stuff. So if you're someone who's interested, but you just want to perhaps travel with other people first, then 
check out my website at sherryannaboyle.com. If you go under retreats, you'll see that I have that retreat next May and I have some other weekend retreats actually coming up sooner. I've got one that's happening at Kripalu Yoga and Health Center on June. It's coming up right around the corner here, June 23rd. That's a weekend retreat in the Berkshires. And then I've also got one at Mega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York in the fall, which is a beautiful time to go to Rhinebeck, New York, because you'll, I'm not sure if the foliage will be happening when I'm there, but it will be starting to shift and you'll get that fall feel for sure. Just again, you're going to go to sherryannaboyle.com. So I hope that served you in some way, once again, in terms of connecting to spirit. And really, I think we can all keep get a big dose of self-love from that, what it looks like to really honor yourself. And I I think many of us can relate to that feeling of, gee, am I really going to be happy somewhere else? Or is this just me? Is it in my head? Is it my personality? Am I just someone who is negative or just kind of a downer? And I love the way she kind of moved through that and really showed that no my this is this is a calling you know and sometimes i think you are called to something we all are called to something somewhere and we have to really get to know the energy and i do believe that spirituality is a big part of that in terms of having a faith having a higher power believing in something greater than yourself and really saying you know this is what i'm this was this is what I'm choosing. This is what is interest I'm interested in. This is what's important to me. This is what matters to me. Not sure how it's going to happen or what what's what it's going to look like, but what I do know for sure is that this is this is like my soul that is calling for whatever this is for you. And I hope you take some time to really reflect on that. Until we meet again, as always, remember your emotions matter, processing them matters more. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.